At this time, I'd like to invite uh, the children to join me at the foot of the steps. Children in the pews, children acolyting, children choristers. Oh, this is exciting. It's so good to see you. I speak to you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So our first children's Eucharist of the fall. We're back to school. Uh, we're back to St. James Church. One of the things that we're really thinking about together as the body of Christ in this place is what it means to be disciples, right? And I think the easiest way uh, to think about what it means to be a disciple is to be a learner, a learner. So in school, you're learning about all kinds of things. Some of you are learning how to read and learning you know, new math equations, new things in science class. Depending on your grade, you're learning new things. And here at St. James, you know, what does it mean to be a learner, a disciple? It means that we're learning to have what Paul said in our reading that Annabelle just read for us, that we might have the same mind of Christ in us, that we might become like Christ. And Paul says that that means if we're becoming like Christ, we're really thinking of others. We're thinking of other people. We're thinking other people are more important than us even. Uh, there's uh, C.S. Lewis. Some people out there might know C.S. Lewis. He talked about humility. That's kind of a big word, humility. Uh, what is humility? It is not thinking less of yourself. Don't think less of yourself. You matter. You're made in the image of God. You matter eternally. So don't think less of yourself, but think of yourself less. I think C.S. Lewis got it right. Think of yourself less and think of others. That's what Jesus is teaching us as his disciples when we come together around uh, the Bible, when we share in the bread and the wine, when we lift up our voices in song, when we carry banners and torches. All of that is teaching us to be learners of Jesus and that his mind might be in us, that we care about others as we're learning to care and love God care for and love God in this life we share, and then to reach out. So friends, today's parable, I like it. It's, it's about a dad and two sons, so I can kind of relate to this. Um, and, the, and the dad says, would, would one of you go out and work today? I need some household chores done. And, you know, and the first son says, you know, I, I won't, dad. Uh, I've got better things to do. Uh, and then the second says, sure, dad, I'll do it right away. But then what happens is the first actually does it, and the second does not. And um, you know, I know when I ask Rowan and Ezra over here to do something, the one who actually does it is highly favored by dad, right? <laughs> they, they, they really win the award for the day. But here's what I think is going on. The first one says, I will not. But then I bet he really thinks about all of the loving things that his dad has done for him, all the ways that his father has made himself available to him, and he changes his mind. I wonder, this is a question, I wonder, is there something that your mom or dad or someone you love um, has done for you and you just think, gosh, I love, I love them so much? Anything that you can think of? Keeping you alive, that's certainly a big gift. I mean, that's, a, that's serious, especially when you guys are very little. Uh, keeping, keeping you alive and feeding you and giving you shelter and 
caring for you, Angie, taking you to school so that we can learn and grow. Cabot, say again. Yeah, his parents got him a PS5. I mean, that's love right there, is it not? Um, yeah, Davy. They make your bed. That's great. I bet when you get a little bit older, mom's going to say, hey, Davy, it's time to make your bed. <laughs> Tipa, what were you going to say? Anything? They feed you. That's right. I think that's enough for now. I think that's for enough for now, okay? You've already had a chance to say one. You have to tell me later. So look, here we have all kinds of ways, right? That we know that our parents love us. And I think that's what happened for that son. He thought about the father who has loved him, and he changed his mind, and he went. And that's what is happening for us when we gather in this space. God the Father, right? Who loves us endlessly. We come here and we remember that love. We think about the way that God has made himself available to us, sending Jesus to be among us, to love us. And we make ourselves available to God. And then we make ourselves available to one another and to our neighbors. And we think less of ourselves. We think about ourselves less and we think about others more as the mind of Christ is formed in us. We make ourselves available to God. We make ourselves available to one another. And friends, here's the amazing thing that we remember every single Sunday together when we celebrate the Eucharist and we have the bread and the wine is that God's love is perfectly poured out. Jesus empties himself. He gives himself to us. He makes himself available to us above all in the bread and the wine saying, I'm here for you always. My love is here with you always. Jesus loves me, this I know. And then we make ourselves available to God and to one another. And even when he was on the cross, he made himself available to us uh, out of love. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Let's try to get back to our seats.